Hello, I am Dr. Sheldon Cooper, and this is Dr. Sheldon Cooper Presents Fun with Flags. Bazinga. Hey guys, welcome to another rousing rendition of I Digress. I'm so happy that you guys decided to come back and join us for another episode. Look at us together again. I love it here. do without you okay so today we're going to talk about the wonderful and grand state of texas yes they have just been is it waging raging you know words are hard i don't know why i even do this but waging a war against anyone that's not a white male and it has been quite draining in my personal opinion to try to keep up with Um, try to understand and just take in everything that's happening in the state of Texas in the, in the year 2021. I'm just, honestly, I'm only doing this episode because my mom told me to, I just, I, I'm so tired guys. Like it's just, it's just really, sometimes I just want to deal with the superficial and the things that don't matter because it's. I mean, it's going to change, you know, people's opinions on people, who's going to be hot, who's on, all that sort of stuff. It just varies. It wanes from day to day. And, you know, it's easy to talk about that stuff because it's not really any of my business. So, you know, it's easy to get involved and to get caught up in it. But when you see everything that's happening in Texas over the past year, it's just literally every single problem in the United States is just compounded by that one state the beginning of the year they made us really take a look at our energy and how we are using our resources in order to power our day-to-day lives you know our cars our electricity when they had this and climate change at the same time because they had this unprecedented um, snowstorm that ended up you know, freezing everything in Texas and making their grid just showing how easily their grid could be just knocked off off of just the changes in our climate because we're not taking care of our environment because we're using this crude oil because we're just depleting the earth of all of its resources before we leave everyone here who's poor or who don't have resources or connections and then they all just leave us to go to Mars and just colonize that because, you know, colonizers. Anyway, um, that was our first wake-up call. And then came Texas and the six-week abortion ban. And that's where I think I want to start today because what you continue will, what you allow will continue. And I say that so often and I feel like every once in a while there's someone who actually it clicks with and then there's some people who it still hasn't resonated with about how if we allow one thing to happen, everything else will snowball and then it'll start rolling down to you and then it'll start slowly affecting you and how you live your life. So for a lot of people, they don't really get involved when it comes to the six-week abortion ban because they can't have kids, um, they're a man, they don't want children, they don't live in Texas. Um, whatever reason you have to not really care about what's going on with that bill, it's just so many layers to it that 
it's just it's mind-boggling to me because not only if we're going to actually to put a cap on someone's reproductive um possibilities it should be the male honestly it's less invasive um you can make children way easier than we can it isn't as disruptive and it's not as unhealthy um or it's not as harmful to um the male as it is to the female and a lot of times you guys are just out here slanging shooting up clubs just in and out and then you're leaving these women here to deal with the children that you planted inside of them and having them to have to deal with those emotions and then having to raise that child alone um whether it be through rape whether it be through lies whether it be through coercion whether she tried to trap you and it didn't work there's so many different reasons why there's so many single mothers tomato tomato potato potato we're here now um but the things that we need to understand is how all of that trickles down to other factors and how it puts a strain on other resources and how eventually it'll come back down to the man. Um, I remember I was watching, I think it was called Imperial, Imperial Blues, I think it was. It was starring um, Kiki Palmer and she was in jail and her boyfriend had just gotten out of jail. And he was in jail before she was. And so when he was in jail, the system put him on child support. Excuse me. They put him on child support even though he was in jail and he couldn't make any money in order to support his child. She had nothing to do with it. It was just what the state did. Now, that's what comes down to when I think about how just because it doesn't affect you doesn't mean that it won't one day just trickle down to you. It won't eventually affect you and your life because there is not only a war against women, but there's a war against black men. So when you see that they're forcing women to have children, eventually they're going to force you to take care of those children. Okay. And they will find you when they want to check, when they want some finances, when they want you to, when they want a reason to be able to pigeonhole you they will come after you and say, well, you're not taking care of your responsibilities. You should have never made this child if you weren't going to be active in their life. This, that, and the third. They will find a way to come back to you. And not only that, but how many times have you heard men say that they can't afford to live because child support is taking all of their checks? Or you have men who are actively out here trying to be involved in their children's life and they have a terrible baby mother. I mean, she's just god awful. I mean, she uses the child as a pawn. She lies to them about whether or not um, the child is theirs. She's just a horrible individual, not a horrible woman, just a horrible person in general. And then you have those who feel like a child will change a, a person or that a child will make a person's day and it doesn't and then they feel resentment and then they feel bitterness because they used the child as a pawn and it didn't work and now they're they have this whole person to take care of that they don't even like and now this child is being abused and then they continue this cycle of abuse now all that to say when it comes down to to education and 
teen pregnancy, Texas ranked 28th when it comes to education out of 50. It's not great because I was I I was educated in Georgia and uh, for a long time we were 50 while I was being educated in the state of Georgia. So there's that. But when it comes to those who actually teenagers who actually go full term with pregnancy, they have a rate of 24%. 24%. I think Massachusetts and Maine had something like 6%. 6% of teenagers in Massachusetts or Maine actually complete their full pregnancy, which means they actually have a child. So they're actual teen moms. That is a staggering difference between 24% and 6.2 and 9%. So you have that. And then you have um, domestic violence. When it comes to women in Texas, they are 34.5% more likely to be in a domestic abusive um, situation where men are 35.10%. What? Now, I don't, when I think domestic violence, I all automatically think about um, just people in relationship, people who are involved, people who are married. So are these numbers just people who are in altercations? People who are, are, so is it men are being abused by women and then they're also gay men being abused by their partners? But I, so then you have, you know, people who can't afford to take care of their children, people who can't afford to take care of themselves and their children, so they're homeless. The homeless rate in Texas is 25,848 people are homeless in the state of Texas. Of that, 1,806 are veterans. Now, this is this is very interesting to me, this next part. New York, of course, they have a higher population of homeless people in New York in comparison to Texas. Okay, you know, it's even though it's a smaller state, it has more people than Texas per capita. Okay. Whatever numbers okay but although new york has more homeless people texas has more homeless veterans how on earth i'm just i I, i'm just i'm just i'm just baffled i think that baffled me the most because texas is such a quote-unquote conservative state so you're a conservative state you don't care about your women you don't care about your children but you don't care about your vets either. How is it that New York has more homeless people than Texas, but Texas, in all of its conservatism, has more homeless veterans? How are you not taking care of your veterans? How are you not taking care of your vets? If you're not taking care of your resources, if you're not taking care of um, the climate in your state, if you're not making sure that women have the right to do what they want with their bodies, if you're not educating your children, if you aren't taking care of your homeless people and you're not taking care of your vets, what are you good for, Texas? What are you good for? Chaos? Rodeos? Cowboy boots? Confusion? What are you good for? Why are you still here? You should divest. Just divest. Just divest from the U.S. and take Florida with you. 
Leave Miami, but take Florida, okay? Because I, I, don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. What are you holding on so hard to? Because holding on to racism is not making you better. It's literally bringing all of us down. It's not only bringing us all down as a country, but just emotionally and mentally watching you guys every day. It's really blowing my high. Like, I, I don't... It's just so hard to be bombarded with all of this foolishness. And have you really tried to make us believe that's in that it's in the name of God? Not my Jesus. My God would never. Not the not the Lord that I've served. Not the one that I know. Not the one that I laid all down on the altar for. Not mine. Okay. You must be praying to the God of Satan because I don't know what it is that's not in your heart in order for you to not see how hypocritical you are. What you allow will continue. With that being said, last year or the in the past four years, we were just completely just every day just bombarded with footage of children in cages being separated from their families and most people were looking at that especially black people were looking at that and they were saying things like um yeah but there's colorism within um the latin community there's a lot of latin people who are disrespectful to afro-latinos and afro-latinas and they have no respect for us and they talk down on us when you go to Central America, when you go to Brazil, when you go to Spain, when you go to all of these places, they, especially in the Dominican, when you go to places like, like that, we are treated and talked to as if we do not matter, as if our lives have no value. We are treated the same way in, in Latin countries as, as black people as we are in America. So there's always this division and always this sort of tension between the black community and the Latin community when it came to um, immigration. Fast forward to now, and we're looking at how the Haitian immigrants are being treated in Haiti, I mean, in, in Texas. Now, my mother is um, a Costa Rican immigrant. She became a citizen, I think, um, 2015, she became a citizen. Her first election that she actually voted for was when Trump was running for office. That was her first ever election to vote in and um, because she had just become a citizen. And when she saw what was going on, she was so mad. She was so, so mad because even though she had to go through, she had to come to this country and she was here and she became a legal citizen she's still looked at as a black person. So even being Latin the way that she's treated, it's still not very welcoming because no matter where we are, if we're if she's with black people, she's not black enough. Oh, you don't count because you, you're Latin. When she's with Latin people, they disregard her because she's, you know, a morena. So they don't really look at her the same. They still talk about her. They still talk down to her unless they need her for numbers, unless they need her to, you know, to be on her side when 
they're fighting for immigration and things of that nature. Speaking of which, where are these children at? Some of them are still in cages. Some of them still have not been reunited with their families, which is, it's, it's been years. It's been years, and they still have not been reunited with their families. But my thing about what's going on in Texas right now is that it's not new. And I, when I'm saying it's not new, I'm not saying that it's not new as in regards to the whipping of the people because that, the joy, that man on that horse had a smile on his face as he whipped Haitian immigrants. He felt some sort of just twisted enjoyment out of beating these people searching for refuge. That is what, seeing that over and over and over again, it just, it hurt. Because every time I saw that video, I saw that man smirk. Every time I saw that man smirk, I wanted to knock him off that horse. Every time I saw him, I thought about Napoleon and Thomas Jefferson and their plot against um, Jean-Michael Toussaint. When I was in college, I did a paper about how Napoleon and Thomas Jefferson plotted against um, Jean-Michael Toussaint, the leader of the Haitian Revolution, and then kept him imprisoned until the day that he died. Thomas Jefferson was doing all of this while he was raping Sally Hemings. And this man is so revered in this country. It's just, it, things just it escalates so quickly because there's so many layers. To, there's always so many more layers to things than we actually discuss. And it, it's so it's so heavy to always have to think about how we are always just used as scapegoats or we're used as pawns or tools in order to be able to further capitalism and ego. And it's just, where is our, where is the humanity? Where is the humanity? And just so many years of that in the way that people have started to adapt to it and start to use it in their own way to benefit themselves because they feel it's the only way to get we're gotten we've gotten so far from what humanity actually is that now everyone is just running amok we're just living in babylon now but i digress so it's not new to me because i'm from miami and if you're if you're from miami if you're familiar with how it goes in miami if you are Cuban and you set foot on um, American soil, you are granted asylum. That's it. You just got to get off the boat and make it to land. Make it to land. As soon as your feet touch that sand, you are now an American citizen. For Cubans, it has never been that way for Haitians. It has never been that way for Haitians. And they have had to deal with the same tyranny and even more so than the Cubans because Americans have gotten so far on the backs of the Haitian community. So what's going on in Texas isn't new to America because they have never gave a damn about Haitian immigrants. It's just the first time we've seen them being attacked with whips. Because it's the same thing going on in Miami. It's been the same thing that's been going on in Miami, in the U.S. for decades. Decades. Okay? 
And that's what the the discontent, that's where the um, acceptable minority um, paradigm comes from. That's where all of this division between the minorities comes from because you're looking at the Cubans, if you're a Haitian American, and they're literally probably the same distance from each other. I mean, Cuba, Cuba, you can just, Cuba, if I was Sarah Palin, I'd be like, I can see Cuba from my backyard. But no, I can't. So I'm not even going to go there. But it's the fact that they put this, this unnecessary division between us in order to keep us to fighting from each other because the last thing that they want is for us to come together and to say you're not going to try to fight us you're not going to try to force us to not work with each other and to not care about each other and to not be there for one another and not to love and not to see through your bullshit and make and hold you accountable for the things that you do to us they fight so hard and they are so successful they are so successful because there's so much of just like us versus them in every in every race in every race there's so much us versus them when it's really the citizens versus the government because it doesn't matter for democrat or republicans the same freaking bird okay same dirty bird that will never rise up yeah i threw that in there Y'all, did y'all win a game yet? I know we in the actual season this year. You know what? I'm not even going to do that to y'all because we're supposed to be together as a people. So me telling y'all that you should leave this abusive relationship that you have with the Falcons because they don't love you is not, it's not healthy. And it's not, how we, it's not how we, you know, bridge gaps, you know. It's, 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 not, it's not that. So um, I digress. Also, y'all. I'm sitting over here talking about how I did a paper on John Michael Vas- um, John Michael Toussaint. That's not even his name. See? <sighs> Thank God I'm pretty. Because sometimes I'm not bright. I was sitting over here doing research, and I got people's names all the way mixed up. It- Jean-Jacques de Salon. He was actually the leader after they, um, in cap- after they captured Toussaint. I'm always used to Toussaint as a Haitian name being a last name. So I I apologize for my ignorance. But the Haitian leader who was responsible for the revolution was Toussaint Louverture. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm just terrible at these French names, at these, um, what are they, Patois names? I'm just terrible at them. Words, names, they're all just really hard for me so please at least I held myself accountable you know and I corrected myself okay all right can you forgive me can you forgive me please because I'm not going back to re-record anything because you know how hard it is for me to get these episodes going in the first place okay I'm doing the best I can I'm a one-woman show here one-woman show anyway moving forward I don't know how we can move forward honestly because I, I'm just so tired, you know? I'm just tired of it all. I'm just tired of always feeling like we're being attacked. I'm always, I'm tired of always feeling like I have to choose a side. I'm tired. I'm over it. I don't want any more parts of it. I want to be left, I want to be able to live 
my life freely like a cis white male of privilege of financial privilege i want to be able to live life freely i want to be able to move throughout this world of about this earth as freely as white men do that's it that's it honestly i'm not asking for world domination i'm not asking to castrate every man in the world even though sometimes it sounds I'm just asking for freedom. I think that I deserve freedom. I think that every single person, except for child molesters, rapists, murderers, you know, and of the such, deserve freedom. Deserve freedom to be themselves, to live in their truth, and to love who they love. And it's just all this over lines you can't see. Over land you don't really own. You don't own none of this. Like, what? where the borders at? When you up high in a plane, when you in a spacecraft, you don't see none of these lines that's on this map. So what is exactly that you own? The audacity. That's what you own. You own the audacity. Lord. I really be trying to be there. I really be trying to just understand why all of this is just come about. Like, who who did it? What? Who was the first African that a European saw that filled him with so much rage that he he put into place this centuries long of just tyranny. Just, uh, when are we going to come together and to bring down these impotent, disgusting, vile creatures? Just, why are we bringing them down? Why are we trying so hard to get so close to what they have? They have what? They, they have money. Money isn't even real. They made it real. They made it real. They, we can burn the money. That's only funny if you watch Dead Presidents. That's like one of my favorite movies. But you know, anyway, potato, potato, tomato, tomato. But. What? What? Why? 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 I just want to live like a bird. I just want to live like a bird and fly, you know? We're spending all this time trying to keep people from coming into this country. And we haven't built up our infrastructure. We haven't found a way to, to stop using oil to stop drilling into our earth, to start using solar power, to start using wind, to start having that be our sole source of energy. We still haven't made it so that we can do interstate travel through trains. Like, why? Do, if I wanted to go to Alabama, it'll be easier for me to fly than it is instead of me just having to take a train. Why is it that it's only for states like Chicago and New York and the DMV that it's convenient for you to do interstate travel. That doesn't even make any sense. We're spending all of this time 
trying to keep each other apart instead of just actually using all these resources to allow these people to be to be individuals and to be bright and to learn and to educate them so that they can be useful resources in order for us to be as powerful as we claim we are because we're not anymore we're not we are being blown in the dust okay when it comes to education when it comes to technology when it comes to advancement the only thing that we have advanced in is violence that's it we're just more violent than anyone else so we should get a cookie for that so we should get a country for that so we should hold people back because we're better at being violent I mean, honestly, the way that we have cut our nose to, to spite our face as a species, as a human species, is just because we really could be on Mars right now. We could really be teleported because we telling you the hieroglyphics in the pyramids could really be a cheat code for me to be trying to find a new, a new way to telepath, to teleport to Saturn. I could be on one of them rings right now getting me a ring. My husband could be on Saturn with a ring waiting for me to learn the language on the pyramids because that's the language of my ancestors that was stolen from me because my ancestors were stolen from our land. And he's just sitting over here waiting for me to be able to tap into my unknown genius so i could be on saturday and we can be on here making little martian babies but no i'm out here trying to figure out how to make a dollar out of 15 cents and i'm tired i deserve more you deserve more we all deserve more than this bs right now when are we gonna eat the rich i'm hungry dog and it's just the fact that people continue to allow themselves to be used as pawns you continue to let yourself be used because they taught you that you deserve more because you are a white american <laughs> i know it's boring over there y'all need some obey some leroy's or some salt and pepper i don't know and then they fuel your anger and then they fuel it with just these little, just small little, little things every day when it comes to like the media, you know? Remember, like, I am older than Fox News and they have more power and control over the masses. Like, what? How are you controlling people? Your network is younger than your audience base. What? Like Fox News, Fox didn't get a news station until when? I can't even remember. But, and just, I'm gonna, you know, the show's called I Digress. So I digress. But I was watching um, Dark Side of the 90s and they were talking about um, 90210 and Baywatch. 
they were talking about 90210 and how 90210 basically was the catalyst for Fox. How the network was able to be able to um, stay on long, as long as they did as, and be able to sustain as a network. And when I look at that, I was like, wow. They've been selling poor white people a dream for a very long time. Like, that was the basis. That's the basis of this network. Selling poor white people a dream. Like, this this too can be you. I'm going to tell y'all right now. If there's any white people listening out here, you need to start telling your um, poor white trash cousins that the chances of them being Duck Dynasty are very, very slim. You need to start talking to your poor white trash cousins because, honey, they not listening to me. You need to start really letting them know all your skin, all your kin folk ain't, all your skin folk ain't your kin folk. Yeah, that's the saying. I say it all the time, and I'm just losing it. Words are so hard for me today. I thank y'all for sticking with me, but you know what I'm saying. But all your skin folk ain't your kin folk. You need to start telling them that, and you need to make sure that they start listening to you because they sitting over here screwing themselves over. Your child, you're putting your child at risk because you don't want them to wear a mask. You're not even in a class with them. You're worried about them wearing a mask. You need to be worried about the curriculum. What are they teaching them? What are they teaching them in that class that they're forcing to wear a mask in? Hmm? Hmm? Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Of course not. Because they didn't give you the tools to be smarter than a fifth grader. You're dumb as a box of bricks. That's why you're sitting over here arguing about a mask. Ma'am, sir, person, what are you doing? Focus on what matters here. The teachers are what matter because the teachers are making the presidents. The teachers are making the CEOs. The teachers are making the bankers who are going to be making sure that because you didn't pay your taxes that they can come in and scoop your home for $25,000, put you into an assisted living home that they own, and then flip your house for $2 million. You need to be concerned about the curriculum and not your child's mask. Why these babies go to school and they follow better instructions than you do? And you grown. You're grown, grown. You're not even grown, grown because you're immature. You're just old. You're just old. That's it, okay? Because if your child goes to school without a mask, they get sick because kids get sick. They don't know how to not touch stuff. They don't know how to not wipe their nose with their hands and then high-five their best friend. And they don't know how to not drink after someone who has been sneezing and coughing all day. They don't have that side of sense yet. It hasn't come to them yet. So they get sick very fast, very, very fast, okay? And who's going to have to take off work because they got sick, because you told them not to wear a mask? Who's going to have to try to figure out how to get their medicine? Who's going to have to try to figure out how to pay for that medicine? Who is that going to affect? These politicians? No, because they can afford it, number one. Number two, they can afford to not go to work. Number three, they have insurance. And if they don't have insurance, they can still afford to pay the out-of-pocket expense. Can you? Don't be a martyr for them because they would not be the same for you because they're not. They're not sitting over here sacrificing any of these things that they're telling you that you don't need to live with. 
They're not doing any of that ever. And you allow them to talk all the smack in your ear. If you don't grow your own brain, you want to just ease on down the road and go find a whiz and ask him for a brain and a heart and some heart. Because you won't have no heart. Because if you did, you would see through this fake. You would see through this foolery. You would see that they're using you. Because I see that the Democrats are using us because they're not doing nothing for us. Nothing. We asked for them to be able to treat us like human beings. They gave us affirmative action. Like, uh, we'll treat three of you like human beings. The other 275, y'all gonna have to fight it out. That's what they do to y'all. And y'all sitting over here thinking it's us. It's not. It's the legacies. And them legacies be dumb as a box of bricks. Case in point, Brian Kemp. Oh, my God. He's so stupid. Like, literally, the South and the Southwest are all being run by Mayor Adam West clones. I've been telling y'all this for years. The entire South and Southwest are being run by Mayor Adam West twins. They're all clones. They all sound stupid. They all are reading from the same dumb script. I'm sorry. I apologize. They are all having the same script read to them. Because they're not reading they're not reading. I promise you they're not reading. On top of the list of things that they're doing, it's not reading. It's not. It's being read to like a bedtime story. Okay? They have their policies and their agendas read to them at night by their wives. Because their wives can read. Because they can. I just, I don't know. I don't know. I want better for us. I just people as just human beings i just want better for us i want for people to just stop thinking that people are disgusting for wanting to have the ability to work a job make a good living go home forget about their job and love on their families love themselves work on a craft choose a hobby read a book Binge a show and not have to worry about capitalism and not be bogged down and not have depression added onto them about things that aren't even really real in the world. Because when all this is gone, when all this is gone, when all these AIs and these robots come out and kill us like I am legend and the earth continues to do what it's doing, then yeah it's gonna it's it's not gonna just grow money's not just gonna grow because we're not gonna be here to make it the borders are going to be blurred the lines are going to be blurred because they don't they've never existed in the first place they never existed in the first place we just put them there we're supposed to be living here and loving and advancing and using everything that's here to get closer to the heavens and to the planets and to discover different animals and rivers and lakes and countries and islands and share with one another each other to to 
have meals with one another. We're supposed to be able to move throughout freely and embrace each other's differences instead of using them as weaknesses in order to manipulate them. And that's not what we're doing here. And that's why it's exhausting because all this, all this is unnecessary. All this is unnecessary. Like, It's just, I don't have the energy anymore to continue this conversation because it's just, is it even, you know? I want you guys to take today and to enjoy today and to enjoy everything that's real. You know, a a few episodes ago I told you, when the world gets too much, you just put your hand over your heart and just close your eyes and just feel that because that's what's real. I want you to do that right now because there's so much going on. Focus on your breath. Close your eyes. And just breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. And when you open your eyes again, just be grateful for the things that you see, for the love that you feel, and for the blood that runs through your body. And just the ability to have the ability to control your body. Because someone didn't wake up this morning. Someone who had full capabilities of all of their bodily functions walked out that door, got in their car, got in a car accident, and no longer has any control over their breath, their movements, their organs, nothing. Within a split second, someone else is irresponsible and selfishness took away their ability to be able to control their bodies and now they're just a prisoner in their body of their mind just that quick all of this all of this it's just so much becomes so much smaller because now you have to learn how to write again you have to learn how to use a spoon again have you ever seen someone having to be able to relearn motor skills It's just so much in this world that's so much bigger than the things that we we make problems. The issues that we create, the issues that we have to, and the problems that were created that we now have to live through and move through. So I just, while you have the ability to, I just implore you to love this moment Because besides the bullshit, life's great, you know? Be grateful for those in your life. Be grateful for the ones that love you. Make sure you check out the resources in the bio. I love you. I hope you love yourself. I love you as much as you love you, so I hope that's a lot. Okay? We're almost there. We're almost done with 2021. I don't know what that means. I don't know what lies ahead of us for 2022, but... Through it all, if you're here, it's a good day. Okay? Take care of yourselves. In the words of the great, who was it? Poet Laureate, Mr. Jerry Springer, take care of yourselves and each other. Mm-hmm.